Welcome to the Grow Old With Me podcast, where we connect our family to yours through openness and vulnerability, while keeping God's truth at the center of our discussions. Welcome to another episode of the Grow Old With Me podcast. We are on episode 11, and we are going to be talking about surrender today. Um, I am Crystal, here with my husband, Peter. And it's been kind of a break since we have have recorded last, but we got a new website that we're excited for everybody to check out. Yeah, it was quite a process trying to, we're not so tech minded, but we learned how to get our own website going and uh, it's up and running. So this will kind of be our first podcast on the new website. And we're hoping it's more user friendly and accessible. Right. Yeah, we're excited about it. Kind of stepping out in faith and hoping that uh, God uses this new platform to to help reach people. Um, so our topic today of surrender kind of started for us in January of 2016. I occasionally wrote blog posts for Compassion International. They had a bloggers platform and they had... Um, pick one word for the word of the year for that you're going to focus on this year. So right. it's kind of like a New Year's resolution, but just um, more like a theme, focusing on a theme for the year. Yeah. And I thought for a while, and I didn't quite know what it should be, and I felt like God was putting surrender on my heart. And it's been quite the journey. I don't <laughs> know if I <laughs> thought it would be as... Right. all-consuming is what it is but it should be because the word is surrender yeah so. by by looking at surrender um basically i kind of got to adopt some of the same uh, ideas that crystal had uh it was kind of her um the word that she adopted but we've kind of been putting into our family practice and it it certainly has ended up being um a a bigger and more meaningful and deep word um, that's applied to further areas of our lives than we thought it would. Um, as we find we let go of things and give things to God, that um, more and more things are revealed that we also have to continue to let go and continue to give things to Him. And I think it grows our relationship with Christ so much. I think basically if we want our relationship with Christ to grow, we need to surrender. Right. I, 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 something. And the more things we surrender, the closer to Him we grow. I think that's very foundational to the Christian faith is that we're surrendering our, our very lives and trust to Jesus Christ, that we're, we're relinquishing our control, realizing that we are inadequate sinners who need to fully rely on Christ's forgiveness. So in, in that very act of becoming a Christian, we're offering what, what we say is full surrender. But then after becoming Christians, I think we tend to um, kind of hold on to some of our old ways of life that, that Jesus really wants us to let go and give to him. I think it it is freeing uh, in the moment. It's very easy to, well, it's not very easy, but I think it feels good in the moment when you lay something down. But yeah, I think we often find ourselves a week later or a day later or an hour later, I don't know, um, all of a sudden worrying about the same things or picking that that whatever we laid down right back up. So I don't think it's a one-time deal. I think surrender is something that needs to be practiced throughout our lives right? and come back to frequently. Yeah, we, we may have laid our lives before Jesus Christ and said, take my life, it's yours. But now he's going to go ahead and continue to ask us to um, give more and more 
as we go so that we can grow and he can get to, to more and more parts of our hearts and let us be more usable by him. Uh, so in 2016, we've had several examples, but maybe we thought we'd kind of give some examples of how God has asked us to surrender just in this past year, some ideas or things. So I think for my part, I um, I get pretty controlling, I think, when I feel like my feelings are going to be hurt or something's going to be uncomfortable. And I will use my, we will say, illusion of control because I don't have control over anything. But I'll use that illusion of control to make myself comfortable or maybe to attempt to shield myself from hurt feelings. Yeah. And I also struggle with worrier. I think I'm very good at finding a scenario and making it the worst possible case scenario in my mind and suddenly terrible things are happening and I have this whole scene played out and it's not even real. Right. Um and that I am not relying on Christ then for my safety or security. I'm worrying about things that I shouldn't be. So I think those are things that Christ has taught me that I've needed to lay down. Right. And I think once once we get these revelations that we're supposed to, it's a whole nother step to be able to actually follow through on those things and time after time give up that, that worry or that fear and give it to him, trusting that his peace will come to us. Uh, I think I can relate on the same way. This illusion of control for me uh, goes, uh, something that I've had to surrender is this idea that um, maybe my my financial security rests in, in, in my choices or that if, if I make the careful planning and write the perfect spreadsheet, uh, make some good budget, then our financial peace is going to be upon us. Um, when I think in, in part of that, actually, I, I've I've lost out on some some generosity that God's been asking me to do. Um, maybe hoping that I can reach some financial goals, I'm actually um, saying no to God's leading, and and I think that surrender for me has been to uh, be able to uh, surrender um, that maybe what what I would think in in my brain seems to make financial sense, but but goes against what I, I feel directly God asking me to do. So I have to I have to choose to do what, what the world is going to say is unwise in order to follow God's leading of, of his wisdom, um, not to seek advancement through money, but to, to actually just be obedient to his calling, to surrender my ideas of, of financial success and realize that what I really want is to be a follower of Christ. So we found a few verses that we feel like God is telling us about surrender and the first one is in Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest and I feel like that's that feeling that we get right after we surrender something it's that peace and rest knowing that God is in charge and then I think we know we're picking things back up when we feel burdened right I think that it tells you kind of that feeling that you're going to get immediately before you surrender is you're going to feel burdened. I mean, that's kind of your indicator. When you start feeling burdened, it means that you're trying to do things on your own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, it's important to, I think we need to recognize those triggers or when we are feeling burdened, that God is our ultimate rest and to rest in him and to give everything to him. And that's a hard, 
that's a hard process. Right. I when you when you look at the words of Jesus, it he doesn't give you some some easy ideas on on what it means to follow him. Uh, when he talks about the cost of discipleship, he doesn't put it lightly. In, in Luke nine, he says, "Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me." Uh, it's it's a rough step in there, saying seriously, if you want to be real about following Jesus, uh, you need to give up what you want. Deny yourself. Um, the, the things that you're naturally inclined to want to control or follow after, you need to be able to give it up um, and, and, and literally, or, or maybe figuratively, um, pick up a cross. That's what Jesus did. Is he, he was obedient to the point of death. And we need to be willing to have that same sacrificial obedience in following Jesus Christ. Yeah, and um, Matthew verse 26, verse 42, Jesus said, He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. And I can't imagine having the weight of the world on your shoulders and knowing that that's going to happen and saying, Okay, your will be done. I think it's very hard for me when I'm slightly inconvenienced right. to say your will be done father. Um, so I think using Jesus as our model and just right. leaning into him, it, I think it will give us peace. Yeah. We, we've offered just a couple examples on, on how um, we felt like God's asking us to surrender some things. And when you compare it to what Jesus was asked to do compared to the obedience we feel currently God's asking us to do, it's, it's no comparison. And, and what an example to us that Jesus was willing to um, give up. Uh, obviously, that's not comfortable. I mean, if there's drops of blood uh, or sweat um, coming out that look like blood, I mean, what? how scary would that be? Um, I just, it seems like really intense. And then that he was able to do that um, we're invited to join in, not just that we can deny ourselves and pick up that cross, but um, in Galatians 2.20, it says, I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ now lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. So as a result of Jesus dying for us, uh, we now have this opportunity to let go of the way we used to live and let Christ now run the way that we live. Uh, and I think that's really kind of a conscious choice is that we have to, to give up um, our, our natural and sinful and broken way of doing things and allow Christ to work in our lives for us. I think that's a common problem. I know I think, oh, it's my life. Right. I should be able to do these things. I don't want to have to do what God tells me to do. I don't want to be burdened every day with... But right. it's not actually being burdened it's, it's the burden is me fighting against god's will in my life exactly yeah so i think the the first step to um surrendering things to god is is being open and um honest uh, with god and ourselves um uh to hearing what it is he would like us to surrender to him um, it's it's hard to know what what it is we're supposed to surrender if we're if we're not listening for God's voice to convict us of things that we're holding on to. Um, so I, I think that's the first step is to be be in prayer and actively listening to to God's leading in our lives, and then actually being open um, to um, hearing those convictions of of what is it that I'm trying to control that isn't isn't mine, uh, and if my life is fully in God's hands, um, that that really shouldn't be anything. 
Um, if God's asking me to do something and, and I'm resistant to it, then I need to kind of get to the source of that, that pride or that selfishness and, and, and relinquish that to God. So I think a, a practical step in, in surrender, I think, is to um, be in communication with God and, and listen in our hearts to what we know is sin and what is selfish and um, what is just an illusion or of control that, that I'm trying to hold on to for my own life as though I have a better plan for myself than what God has for me. And I think we'll figure that out when we start feeling burdened and anxious. I think those are the times where we need to rethink and say, huh, am I, right. I am holding on to too much here. I'm going to have to let it go again. Right. Um, a few things that I've done. This one, the worry box I did a long time ago, actually, probably not since I was even in high school, but I have a little shoe box. And then I, well, we've already talked about how I have a tendency to worry. It's gone way back. But in high school, I would um, write down my worry and throw it in the box. And it was almost kind of like symbolic of me. Okay, it's leaving me now. It's going elsewhere. Um, and I remember enjoying opening the box back up at different times and reading the worries in there and how they had disappeared and they were no longer right. even things I needed to worry about anymore Um, because God had taken care of them in his own time or even being able to laugh at ourselves and and be like hey why would I have worried about something (laughs) so insignificant when it really just turned out to be nothing after all like how God really did take care of us and how silly of me to actually worry about that in the first place and another thing that I do um, I try to journal and sometimes I'm really good about it and other times I'm not but I have an on my heart section that is kind of the same thing as the worry box. It's just, this is what I've been holding on to in my day, Lord. This is what, and just writing it down on paper and um, telling God about it, it kind of helps lift it from me. It makes me feel lighter. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think you're, you're one especially who I think likes to kind of have like a, a verbal representation of that of that giving your problems to God. Uh, and I, I've heard you even say, like, uh, even for praying, like, to actually have your hands up, like you're actually giving a gift away or you're, you're, you're handing something to somebody while you're praying as though saying this, this problem, fear, worry, or, or illusion is something that I'm giving to God. I, I think all of these things, the, the writing things in the worry box and journaling and even praying with your hands open are all kind of metaphorical ways that we're expressing to God that I'm not holding on to this anymore. I'm giving it to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. The physical, um, almost like it's leaving. Right. Um, and I wrote a blog post actually today about I need the every hour. And I think that is something we hear that hymn all the time and I've been thinking about it recently and I'm like I am not needing him every hour I think there's days that go by that I do not even think about him every hour um and I think that is also something that I think when our life gets stressful it's because we're making a mess of it and we're holding on to too many things that we shouldn't be holding on to so um I don't know. We talked about trying to look at the clock and every hour just praying, God, I need you with whatever it is that hour. Because I guarantee you there's going to be something. Right. Yeah, I think to even kind of have like a a reminding cue 
um, so that we don't just go on with our days and, and neglect God, that we actually have something to remind us that, yes, God's still here and you still need him. Um, so we haven't actually implemented this one. This one's still kind of in its idea phase, but um, I, I know sometimes watches beep right there on the hour or grandfather clocks or cuckoo clocks kind of remind you every time an hour changes. But just to kind of take that verbal cue of, of time passing as I still need you, God. This is still something that uh, I, I'm, I'm giving my next hour to you or I realized in this last hour I was holding on to something uh, and, and I need you to take it from me and, and I want my life to be living for you. So I think in after listening to this, maybe you can sit with yourself and kind of examine your life and maybe just sit quietly with God and listen to what he's wanting you to let go of. And I think this can be a daily process because like I said, I think since the new year, he's told me plenty of things that I can let go of that I've picked back up. And it's something that... <laughs> Yeah, we're here in November, and I've already heard Crystal kind of planning ahead her one word for, for next year. And I'm not sure she's going to do the same word over again, but I've heard her several times say, you know, I really could pick Surrender over again for 2017 because it's something that just keeps going. We could just have mm-hmm. as deep and as meaningful and rich of a year next year uh, trying to implement the exact same word that we did this year. Yep, yeah. It's- so when you feel burdened by the struggles and worries that life has to offer, Remember that Jesus invites us to come to him and find rest. Let's respond to his invitation by offering our whole lives, surrendering to him every single aspect of our lives that we are still trying to control.